I V M. Hello and welcome to the Habit Coach Podcast. I am Ashton Doctor, your Habit Coach. And this is the second episode that we're doing with Gaurav Bhagat. If you've missed the first episode, please go listen to that because that's the one where we set the foundation, where we talk about habits, where we talk about his work with BJ Fogg, his work with Grant Cardone and understanding the basics of what we're going to be discussing in today's episode. In today's episode, what we're going to be deep diving into are habits that are needed for Gen Z and what are the elements that we need to start understanding and focusing on in order to really have an awesome life and get all the goals that we want and deserve. GB, I'm going to call you GB. Yeah, now. That, that GB. Perfectly, yeah. <laughs> okay. So, you know, GB, um, the other aspect that we wanted to discuss in the podcast are what are the habits that people need for Gen Z? You know, like you, you work with a lot of, you know, um, young people getting into their jobs, yeah. they're starting out. Right. What are the aspects of life that they need to now start focusing on? What are the habits that they need to start focusing on to kick ass in life? Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, super question there. And um, I've been working with a lot of, as you mentioned, uh, you know, students, a lot of uh, graduating uh, young professionals who are also looking to get into the workforce as well. Uh, one of our initiatives is also about, you know, creating jobs for these guys because they have really been beaten down. They've really been battered down. Uh, they've you know gone through college. They've gone through, um, you know, what they thought was their ticket to uh, you know, a great life. And then before the pandemic, you know, a lot of these offers had actually been deferred, um, delayed, cancelled. So hence, uh, you know, in a position today where they're, where they're very, very, um, you know, dejected and, uh, you know, very, very distracted. So what I tell a lot of these people who are coming out of you know, these institutions, people who are young professionals at work, um, I think there are certain aspects that are very, very important. And for a second, I want you to think of superheroes, you know, like the, the Superman and the Superwoman and the Batman and the Batman, you know, all of these superheroes, they wear capes, right? So the C-A-P-E-S and, um, you know, for your listeners uh, and viewers, you know, just to put this in context, I tell people that you have to right now move forward with the mindset of capes. So what is capes? The C is consistency. Okay, that you need to stay the path. You know, yes, there will be ups and downs and all of that, but you need to stay consistent. Okay, right? So that's the whole thing. You need to be consistent. Um, second, the A is adaptability, right? Right now, you know, we thought everything was going back on track. Uh, the second wave, uh, you know, popped out of nowhere. And again, we were thinking that, boss, everything is opening and then all of a sudden everything shut down and it got worse, right? So hence, we need to stay adaptable. We need to stay agile and know that, boss, kabhi bhi kuch bhi ho sakta hai. And we need to stay adaptable and say, okay, I'm someone who will adapt as, as per the situation, you know, and I will not blame the life and, you know, and, and, and kismat and say, bhai, khatam ho gaya and all of that. So adaptability is very important. Third is you need to stay persistent, right? And again, you know, persistence is, is a variation of adaptability, of consistency, but it's persistence that, you know, you will carry on irrespective, no matter what happens, okay, you are completely going to persist. The fourth element, which is the E, which is something that a lot of people make a mistake on is execution. Okay, you need to act. Okay, all the learnings, all the listening, so everything that's really coming to you, whatever situation is happening. So the E is something that's very, very important, and that's execution. Right? Grant would talk about that all the time. Like, take massive action. If you're not taking massive action, well, then nothing's going to happen to you. So you have to be in the execution mode all the time. Okay, and the S in the Cape space, this would be the first of our five, is actually the success mindset. You have to have that mindset of success. You have to think that, okay, irrespective of whatever is happening, you know what, there is something better that's going to come out of this. Even this is, you know, like a blacksmith forges, you know, 
like steel in in a furnace you know that's exactly what's happening right now i'm being tested and i'm being made you know well a better version of myself so this would be uh, probably my first of uh, the five which is the capes mindset so consistency adaptability persistence execution and the success mindset so these are five very very important aspects uh, for gen z today to be in fact not only gen z but everyone to be you know really keeping an eye on but definitely gen z because they right now are in a space where uh, i truly feel for them yeah absolutely gb let's deep dive into each of these i think let's spend some time on talking about each of these and understanding what are things that they can immediately start working on for these so let's expand a little we spoke a lot about consistency in the previous uh, you know podcast where we were discussing this right let's focus a little bit more on consistency what are two things that they can start doing right now to improve the consistency yeah you know to my mind uh, you know what is very very important is the fact that we must have our goals in place uh, ashton right mm. and um, you know when we are asking to be consistent okay what should we be consistent towards so it's very very important to have your goals in place and too often you know people when they do goal setting they go all out on one particular thing They're like kaam mein itna karna hai paisa itna kamana hai you know ya health itna karna hai ya marathon itni bhagni hai so they have you know these these elements in their in their goal setting journey as well and they focus on that one thing and hence it's a little warped uh, my belief always has been is that when you do your goal setting even your goal setting has to be rounded it has to be covering six areas of your life so yes if work is your thing and work could right now be you know either school or college or even if you started your job and all of that so work is of course one important aspect second is the financial piece okay like money that you can create on on side hustles money that you can create from you know whatever work you're doing uh, are you putting a little bit of that aside not for a not for rainy day not for a contingency because i tell people if you save for a rainy day and you save for a contingency what you will get is a rainy day or a contingency instead save for opportunities and opportunities will actually come your way so have your opportunity fund so work finance third is lifestyle right live a little okay save for that you know holiday or say that okay i'm going to go out and buy myself i mean iphones came out yes i'm going to go out and buy myself that iphone so have those goals uh, you know for your lifestyle goals as well number four is have your health goal right so in terms of okay what do i want my ideal weight to be if i'm going to be a runner a gym a yoga guy you know so have your health goal as well or oh, that's number 4 number 5 is your mental goals right what are some of the things that you will be looking at either learning reading um and to my mind here even spirituality uh, even giving to charity even these are all mental goals and the last one is family and relationships because in the end you know it all boils down to what is your relations with your family with those nearest and dearest to you are people you know calling you someone who is um, you know uh, a positive influence or someone who's you know i mean pardon my french but uh, asshole so the point is that you really want to be you know thinking about this so hence when i say consistency okay i mean of course you've got these six areas i would recommend to everyone is that pick you know maybe for the course of this discussion and the and the course of consistency pick any one of these areas first okay and then just start putting in regular action okay towards making that goal happen so you know once those actions are being put in and these ideally should be you know daily actions or at least weekly actions um, you know that's how you will start to build this thing called consistency uh, people will start seeing you differently people will start seeing you as someone who's working towards you know that particular Uh, that goal that you had and uh, that's and once you start seeing those wins and celebrating those wins um that's when you know the entire consistency chain will actually start to build and then you can just pick the next one and uh, repeat the process again that's so beautiful you know i was actually going to ask you where the spirituality fit into it and you added it into the into the mental part 
right now gen z spirituality how does that work so interestingly interestingly right and um, if people ask me a few years ago are you a spiritual person and i would probably say i'm not uh, you know because spirituality doesn't have to mean okay it's only to do with you know a religious belief or you know something to do in terms of you know a belief in a higher power etc sometimes spirituality for you can mean coming on to instagram talking about something that you love which actually inspires someone you know onto that particular path as well so you could actually be spiritual about i don't know even being an instagram influencer for example right i mean to my mind even that is this person's belief so spirituality to me is about your belief the impact that you want to have on the world and broadcasting it to people who will care to listen so um i think big big uh, learning for me from a few years ago was i used to think are yaar nahi yaar you know i mean higher power matlab kya se baat kar rahe ho and all that right but to me spirituality actually started to mean just coming on to podcasts coming on to you know youtube videos coming out to forums talking about the things i believed in you know be it be it sales be it motivation be it entrepreneurship be it behavior change you know so for me this with the conversation that you and i are having right now is a spiritual conversation so hence um, you know anyone out there who's listening and saying that okay you know i'm not spiritual in the conventional religious sense absolutely okay uh, be spiritual in terms of whatever you believe in and whatever you think the world needs more of and that could even be um, you know i don't know be a, a clubhouse influencer and all of that who knows um, you know so to my mind it's just about putting what you believe in out there and having others follow your path an, an element of giving back to that extent right of course of course and you know it's very very important i mean giving is is one of the core core areas and when we talk about additional you know things that gen z needs to be doing one of them is definitely giving back um right now the world just needs more givers we have too many takers we have too many people who saying what's in it for me uh, we don't have enough people who are uh, you know just wanting to contribute give back without expecting anything in return you know i think that beautifully segues into the a which is your adaptability correct yeah adaptability and i've seen this as something that has been a big big uh, issue with current generation as we are growing past right it is just so averse to change it's not nimble you know very what what is your thought on uh, um, adaptability yeah so two thoughts around this uh, you know and one is um, i think gen z in particular again the youngsters of today and i see this i have i have a young boy uh, you know who's 14 and a daughter who's 10 and i see that they're very very unwilling to try new things they're very very unwilling to move away from what is the norm um also there's another set maybe slightly older set of uh, you know of of youngsters today who are extremely um you know extremely desirable or expecting really quick wins they like boss matlab you know life is a t20 match you know this is going to work out for me and it's going to happen you know so so fast and uh, you know uh, and i just do this amount of work and everything will go you know fantastically well and all the you know rewards and fortunes will come my way so i think what is very very important from <clears throat> the adaptability perspective and what the pandemic has taught us that it was okay to pause it was okay to stop i mean truly like people say you know this was an incident that really got us to stop and take notice okay and hence you know come back to the adaptability aspect yes um and mike tyson says this right and i was a boxer in school so mike tyson would always say this everyone has a plan until they get punched in the face so yes you know that plan was there you thought that okay this is going to be my best year ever this is going to be my best week this is going to be my best month this is going to be an amazing day this is going to be an amazing date this is going to be an amazing job you know and you come in with all those preset expectations but it doesn't turn out like you expect right and your plans will change okay that gratification which you thought will happen you know by 
in minutes could actually take months. Um, and hence, I think that adaptability quotient is very, very important. That you need to be willing to understand that that is really what is required right now. How do you make it a habit? How do you make adaptability a habit? Now, that's, that's an interesting question. Uh, and again, if I was to uh, break this and uh, link it uh, you know, to, to behaviors, we'll always have to go back to the swarm of bees. So anything that we want to do. So if we take adaptability and we put that in the central box, now we're going to have to think about what are some of the actions, okay? What are some of the behaviors that are going to make this, you know, become easier, for example? It's an interesting question. I mean, I've never been asked that one before, but we will have to, you know, map it up. Um, it's not something that I would say that one should actually be, you know, focusing on being more resilient with disappointment, right? I wouldn't want, I want to, don't want to take that as, you know, one of the behaviors. It's an interesting question. You know, maybe I need to think about that a little more and, and come back to you in terms of how can adaptability in a way, um, you know, be something that can be put onto the equation and actually worked upon. And um, thoughts that, you know, come to mind are, are basically that if there are certain things that are, are setting us off, we want to try and get those to become slightly more difficult to do. Okay, and make the behaviors that we want to bring in slightly more, you know, easier to do. So that would definitely be, you know, one area, one aspect to actually, uh, you know, work on. But yeah, it's an interesting one. Maybe I'm going to map this and I'm going to send that to you post the podcast. Please. Yeah. Because it's so interesting. Like, um, I think a couple of years ago, I'd done a podcast on do, some, do one thing that scares you every month. And I'd associated the, the feeling of fear with adaptability because you don't want to change because you're scared of it, right? So if you can become comfortable with fear and things that scare you, mm. then you're, hopefully your uh, approach to change changes. Yeah. And which is where I, I added this, you know, do one thing in the month that scares the crap out of you. Okay. And what is that going to be? Yeah. So I think that was one way in which we'd approach it. But there are so many different ways to become more adaptable and malleable because, Very true. you know, Very true. like the example of a coconut tree, like we have storms here all the time mm -hmm. at our farm. Mm -hmm. And the chiku tree will fall down, the, the mango tree will fall down, but the coconut tree won't. Why? Because it's adaptable, it sways, yeah. it, it, it's bendy. And I think that's a way of approaching adaptability. Very true. I love it. Yeah. P, persistence. Right. So, you know, again, uh, in uh, persistence, it's about just staying the path. Um, there'll be a lot of things that'll happen. There'll be a lot of circumstances that'll come up. There'll be a lot of uh, influencers, um, you know, also the BSO syndrome, which is the bright, shiny objects which will keep popping up, you know, in your path and say, hey, you know what? I think I should drop this and try this because this is the new trending thing. And we see this a lot in, in work, actually. Uh, you know, so hence, I think it's very, very important to, again, uh, keeping your goals in focus. I mean, your goals are truly your compass, right? Um, so keeping your goals in focus, you just have to stay the path. You know, yes, again, there will be, um, there will be instances that will come, they'll try and kind of blow you off. Uh, we always talk about this example, you know, we talk about goal setting, like, let's just say a plane takes off, you know, from Delhi and is heading to Bombay. And suppose it was pilotless, okay? And suppose it was just on its own by plotted coordinates, it would never factor for turbulence, it would never factor for, you know, uh, weather, it would never factor for various things. And there's a possibility that if the pilot wasn't there to redirect, keep course correcting, you would actually end up in, in the Arabian Sea, right? Or you might end up in Hyderabad. I mean, I don't know. So the point is, you know, hence, uh, persistence is just about, again, keeping your eye on the prize, okay, saying this is what I want to achieve by XYZ date. Um, yes, there will be a whole bunch of factors. But for me, I'm the pilot of my airplane. And I have to get us from Delhi to Bombay and I'm not going to be, you know, deterred or set off path by anything else that comes my way. So persistence would just be, again, about just continuity and, uh, you know, not, not giving in. 
never give in. So Sanaa's Sana motto, right? Never give in. So yeah. Love it. Never give in, not giving in. Yeah. You know, while you were talking, this reminded me of a talk that I was listening to just the other day by Napoleon Hill, the okay. person who wrote Think and Grow Rich. Mm-hmm. Right? And he was talking about how the really, really well, he was talking about Carnegie and Ford at that point in time because yeah. the, those were his models. Yeah. And he was saying all of them were dis- were described as being hard-headed and, you know, tough people, not worthy, you know, I mean, not, not, uh, you know, not, not like us mm. at that point of time. And he was saying that it wasn't hardheadedness. It wasn't being evil. It wasn't being any of that. They were just extremely persistent. And it was that persistence that was coming across as being hardheaded and being like this, like that, because they were so fixed on that goal that they wanted to achieve that Agreed. everything else was just, you know, left to the side. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. Dogged determination. Uh, you know, like I said, and, and, um, uh, the old timers, uh, you know, they really had this uh, to a very, very large extent. And uh, I think Generation Z today is just not as uh, you know, committed to the path as they should be. I know that many who are, and I'm, I'm not going to typecast, you know, the entire uh, generation as such. But I just see that uh, the entire thought of, you know, getting these you know, super quick wins and you know, instant gratification and so, and, and like I said, I was having a conversation with uh, Bharat Puri the other day and Bharat was a, a senior from Sana, and he's actually the managing director of Pitlight and he loves sports and analogies, right? And he was talking about the fact that he said, you know, life is not a T20, life is a test match, right? So hence you have to be playing it, you know, for the long-term um, championships uh, like the Wimbledon, they're not won by, like Federer could not just come in and one, win one match and actually, you know, become a champion. He has to win round one, two, three, four, you know, quarters, semis, finals. He has to do that persistently over many years before he's considered one of the greats. So truly, truly, you know, stay the path. Uh, don't expect those quick wins. And persistence is, is really up there as, as one of those things that uh, we all need to bring in a little bit more of in our lives. So true. I love Bharat Puri. He's a very, very close family friend of ours. Yeah. When I was growing up, his 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 sport analogy was, Acha, stop trying to defend yourself on the front foot. Mm-hmm. It was like the front foot defense. So yeah, lovely, lovely person. We're going to take a quick break. See you on the other side. Welcome back. Let's jump into the conversation. The most important one, execution. Yes, this is, this is one where most of us suffer. It doesn't matter if you're Gen Z, X, Y, A even. Yeah, you know, 100%, um, Ashton. And you know, the fact is that uh, execution is that it's, it's truly the magic bullet. Like truly the magic bullet. I mean, I, in the last year, have been doing, you know, a whole set of uh, webinars and, and trainings and coachings. And we have a lot of people who really go through. And, you know, some of these people have finished one course, jumped onto another, you know, finished that course, jumped on another. I said, Karkari, like, what are you doing? And they'd be like, oh, right now we are searching for the magic bullet. You know, we're searching for that gyan that will change everything. I'm like, hang on a second. I said, what have you executed based on that last course that you did? And the person said, nee, nothing, right now I've come to your course. And then I'll go ahead and decide and that'll be my execution. So, you know, that's unfortunately what has started to happen to a lot of people right now is that just not putting in that ability to act, right? And ACT, uh, you know, people say, what does act change for? I'm like, dude, action changes things. So you really need to have that execution mindset. I mean, you know, I, I mentioned to you about Grand Cardone as well. What I loved about Grant Cardone and the reason why I was, you know, attracted to what he taught and everything else, because Grant Cardone is all about action. Okay. In fact, massive action. In fact, 10x action, right? And when people think of the 10x rule, I mean, you see it on my label, you see it on my Zoom background as well. 
10x. And the reason why this philosophy so resonates with me, it's not about that your company will grow 10x or your life will get 10x or you know your money will go 10x. Yes, all these things will happen. But what the 10x rule states is this, that if you want to go from point A to point B, okay, you have a goal, you want to go from point A to point B, and you think about you know all the actions, all the efforts, you know all the all the activities that are going to be required to get you there. And you start, you close your eyes and you think about it, and you say, "Acha, you know, itni calls karne padenge, itni meetings karne padenge, itna outreach karna padega," and that already starts to seem a lot for a lot of people. The 10x rule states this: that whatever amount you just thought of, Ashton, you will actually have to take 10 times the amount of action to make that one thing happen. That is what the 10x rule is. right and there are people who are just not willing to do this and that is why you have people who are extremely you know disappointed dejected you know very average with their results because for them um, you know execution or 10x action is is binge watching uh, money heist on on netflix and and watching the whole series uh, you know in in one shot so you know i mean that's 10x action if if you want to like you know become an authority on on the show but the point is that people just aren't putting in enough action they're not just putting in enough activity they're just not executing and i know sometimes you know it seems hard and and hence we're you know, coming back again to the the map aspect you know you can't leave these things to motivation alone it has to be a combination of ability and prompts as well and um, execution is is everything without this um, it's game over yeah you know the that that just starting to do something is the biggest getting over the inertia to action is the biggest one how do you help people out with that like my my standard is give them a thappad but mm. you know that doesn't work every single time so how yeah. how do you how do you get around to that yeah so super question and again you know when we spoke about uh, punishment and benefit you know so uh, that is is one aspect but what i love about this and again we're going to come back to bj fog and tiny habits for a second and there are two ways to actually go ahead and do this and it's called uh, you know one is called the starter step and the second is called scaling back let's talk about both these things uh, you know in isolation so let's just say that you know execution or or your goal right now is the fact that you want to run a particular distance okay let's not even say a half marathon let's just say you want to run and you know even a, a kilometer or two but you haven't done that in the longest time so what the starter step would mean this is that yes you want to start you know going ahead and doing this wake up in the morning once you've done your you know a which is your anchor you know habit whatever it might be let's say you've just had your cup of coffee or whatever else the b the behavior is just put on your shoes just put on your shoes and just sit down and just do a fist pump say boss aaj joote pehn liye ye bahut hai okay so this is the starter step now after you've done this for about a week you'll see aaj joote pehn liye to thoda chal hi leta hu right i'm not saying go and run already i'm saying just maybe just you know take a walk to the mailbox to see you know how much how much mail is lying around you know in the in the mailbox or anything like that and then once you've done that you'll probably say you know what let me now just go for a, a walk around the complex you know just do a few hundred meters and then as you start you know building this up eventually there'll be a day you'll say you know what i think i can run so the point is consistently okay consistently keep taking on that action that okay i've done my anchor habit i've drunk i've drunk my morning cup of coffee i put on my shoes and now what okay and then that becomes your b and as you keep growing that b okay like a plant that's planted in a seed like a seed that's planted in a in a pot you know it'll just start to take root and it'll get bigger and bigger and eventually one day it'll be mount sherman which is your you know the biggest oak tree of all time in in somewhere in california and the redwoods um so that's how it starts so that's the starter step the second step is called a scale back okay and the scale back is something that again we have an aspiration uh, everyone says 
you know, the, the, the brightest minds, uh, global CEOs, etc. they read one book a, a week, right? So they're 52 weeks, uh, 52 weeks, they do 52 books. And, you know, Allah's really ambitious. I mean, I've never been able to do it, but I know a lot of people, you know, would, uh, would aspire to do that as well. So what is your scale back? Your scale back is just the fact that, okay, there's a book that's lying on your table. Open that book and just read one paragraph. That's it. Just today, just read that one paragraph. Right? So hence what's happening is, you know, one day you do that one paragraph and then you'll scale it up to two. It'll go to a page, maybe one day a chapter. And who knows, eventually you'll actually be crushing, um, you know, a book a week. So again, start a step that, you know, you take the first step and such a micro step that it's, it's a no-brainer. That boss, you don't have to sit on And then obviously, you know, you start you know, scaling that up in due course as well. And the second one is scaling back where, okay, if there's a larger goal, you break it up into a really small thing. Like, okay, everyone says, you know, drinking water is healthy. Um, have your starter step is just have a flask of water lying on your table, the scaling back and just pick it up and just take one sip. Superb. Right. You know, so, when you were talking about reading, mm. um, so once I did the whole 52 uh, books in a year, wow. bit, but the thing was that I realized that, you know, very soon you start saying, Acha, now let me find the smallest book that I can think of. Mm. You know, today is a hectic week. Let me think of the thinnest book that I can find. And that is one very good way of scaling back. You know, when people want to get into the reading habit, they immediately start saying, I will read Tolstoy's War and Peace. Mm. Nay, Baba, please do not start reading something like that. Start yeah. with the smallest book that you can find and get your easy win in. Right. And then start taking it from there. So that's how right. another way that you can scale back on 100%. the way that you want to pro- progress forward. 100%. Superb. So um, we've got K-A-P-E, C-A-P-E. So we got the execution, now S. Yeah. So the success mindset, you know, mm. and uh, this is easier said than done. A lot of people will say, are, are, you know, uh, as you know, GB ka podcast, or lena, you know, apna mindset, what change ho I mean, sure, those are great steps. But it's um, one that you have to, again, consciously work towards. You know, who are the people that you are surrounding yourself? Who are the people you are listening to? Who are, what are the, in, what are the inputs that you're taking in? Um, you know, a lot of times, it's unfortunate that there are certain, you know, um, people in the media or certain aspects of the media, which, which tend to talk a lot about the sensationalist, you know, negative aspect of things from time to time as well. Right. And that's, that's unfortunate. So yes, you know, you, those are the things you have to put aside. So I think this mindset of success really comes with a few things. One of them is who you're surrounding yourself with, you know, who you're listening to, uh, who is someone who is actually, you know, uh, mentoring you or being a coach or trainer to you. And a very important aspect is that each and every person, each and every person, irrespective of, you know, who you are, or where you are at in life, you have to have a mentor and a trainer. Okay, and this doesn't mean someone, okay, even there you have to pay a really high fee to like, you know, I would pay to the Cardones or, or the Fogs or the world or anything like that. Anyone else, someone who just comes on, you know, someone who's on, on TV, someone who's on a YouTube channel, someone who's got a podcast on, you know, and someone who you could perhaps, you know, if you're really, really stuck, maybe even reach out to and they could reply back to your mail or send you a message or, you know, give you some kind of advice or, you know, put you onto someone else within their community who could actually guide you, you know, if they have uh, mentees who are there to help as well. I think that's very, very important. So the mindset of success is something that takes perhaps, you know, more work than any of those things that we really spoke about. And especially when you're in a place where there's lots of bad things happening when there's, you know, um, and it's not been the best of times, uh, irrespective of what people will say, uh, it's not been the best of times in the last you know, 16, 17 months. And even through that, just to stay consistent, stay focused, stay positive. Um, there's a lot of things that you have to work towards uh, to make that happen. But one of the easiest things is get yourself a coach, mentor, um, you know, start following them and um, trust the process and commit completely. You know, you said something so important, which is surround yourself with 
people, right? How do you start finding these people? So one is, of course, getting yourself your coaches and mentors. Right. But apart from that, you, you want to surround yourself with friends who have a similar mindset. How do you start finding people like that? How do you find people what like the mindset that you that you yeah. desire? No, again, uh, and this is, it's a great question. In the earlier days, it perhaps wouldn't have been the easiest of things to do because you know, your friends by default were people who were in your immediate environment, people who were staying you know, around you. So your neighbors, people that you were hanging out with, people that you went to school or college with, your work colleagues, et cetera. Hence, by default, you were actually being thrown into an environment where you had no choice. Today, um, what I love about how things are actually changing, and again, we'll take, a, we'll take an example of a forum which is, which is really good right now, is actually Clubhouse, right? So Clubhouse today is, you know, the audio streaming app where everyone's coming on and based on your interest, you can actually, or even, you know, the thing that attracts you, you can actually jump onto that particular forum. And, you know, these people are coming on with a lot of consistency. They're coming on and they're speaking regularly. Um, today, there are forums where you can back channel them and you can, you know, start getting in touch with them. Um, you can start, you know, associating with them as well. So Clubhouse, I mean, just one example, because something that's trending a lot right now. And there are certain friendships, which I thought I would have never made, never made, right? But by virtue of being there, by virtue of being in those same rooms, by listening to them, by sharing to those, sharing in, in those conversations as well, what I've realized is that these people are very, very open to, you know, having a conversation back. So that is, that, is, that is just one example of how this is happening. The same thing is happening on forums such as you know, Instagram as well. The same thing is happening where on Instagram, I mean, there was someone I wanted to reach out to and I just sent them a PM on Instagram and I said, dude, this is never going to happen, right? And lo and behold, I heard back in a week and the person said, hey, you know what? I've been following you and, and it's interesting in terms of you know, what you're doing. I think there is some positive um, you know, things that we can send out to our communities as well. Let's get together and let's have a conversation. Um, sometimes you reach out to people who are in similar interest groups. Like I'll give you another example. Um, it was just pre-pandemic and there was two other coaches who I really look up to and respect. And uh, the three of us got together and one day over a drink at the golf club, we just said, you know, boss, could start something. And uh, one of them was Avi Arya. And Avi, of course, has been in the space forever and he's in the entire digital domain and you know, digital is his piece. And he says, you know what? My friend is coming to join us. And in walks in his friend, who's a guy called Viraj Kalra, who's fantastic, fantastic human being. You know, and the three of us just sat down and we said, you know, Viraj does leadership. Avi does digital. I do sales. And we, on the spot, decided to create an event called LSD, which was, you know, the drug for a positive mind, uh, you know, by virtue of leadership, sales and digital. And uh, we had a few more meetings and then we took up the Radisson in, in Mahipalpur and we went and we delivered an event and people came back and said, dude, you guys seem to be like brothers and you guys seem to be, you know, have, have been to, done this and practice for years till the morning. We didn't even know who's presenting what. Okay. But we just knew that Joby Karenge, Matlab, intentionality se karenge, benefit denge. We're not here to, you know, upsell and, you know, do all those things. We're just here to give value. And everyone today, even two years later, has come back and saying, boss, who LSD come over? You know, when is the next LSD happening? So hence, again, you know, once you put it out there that this is my intention, you will attract a lot of people towards your cause as well. And that's how, you know, community is really built. And it'll, it'll be reflected by your interests, where you're hanging out, what rooms are you in? Uh, there are, of course, so many other offline forums. I mean, you have the BNIs and the Rotaries and the, the EOs and the YPOs and all these kind of places. I mean, BNI is such a fantastic forum. I've been a BNI member for 10 years. And when I walked into that room, I said, I nothing else. I mean, forget the business that we've done, okay, which is run into tens of crores, okay, both given and receiving. But the learning that's happened for me there, I went from being an uh, introverted, back of the room sitting gift guy, okay, to today coming on to forums and actually looking for places where the light can actually shine on me and how I can then, you know, spread my learnings to the rest of the world. It happened through BNI. It happened through 15 people 
initially now of course with 100 plus but 15 people in a room saying boss kuch karna hai right so you know like they say in the kevin costner movie field of dreams if you build it they will come i truly believe that you know if you seek it you will find it and uh, sometimes we just become excuse makers where we don't go out and, and search and we say nahi ji meri to sangat aisi hai meri to company aisi hai mere to you know bure <laughs> so it happens right um so that'll just be my thought over there lovely you know i think this is such a great spot to start ending the podcast on which is success okay like you were talking about success you're talking about success mindset what is success and what are people not getting about this word interesting you know so success uh, means different things to different people and uh, again while we spoke about uh, you know the goal piece uh, what i always tell people to go back to and the reason why they even fail on 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 goals is the fact that the goals that they're creating are not built by what is the fundamental building block of goals and that is your why w h y right i mean i'm sure you've read simon sinek's uh, start with why as well and hence you know once you know your why once you know your purpose once you know what is going to be your legacy your impact your defining stories that have have set you on the path that you are on and where you're actually heading um to my mind if one is able to a identify their their why their core you know purpose for existence and just move towards it and even get the smallest of wins um to my mind you know that's really um a success the other element that i would just like to you know state for everyone who's listening in um we're really really hard on ourselves when we don't achieve what we think we ought to be achieving and when you know certain failures do happen and i see this a lot with you know our our kids and their generation so we start on them so young where we saying you know beta beti itne itne marks aane chahiye class ke andar because this is what success is all about and everything else um some of the most brilliant people i know we failed in school okay um i mean putting out there i got a compartment in my maths class 11 i had to come back and do a re exam Okay, last week I have a strong Siddharth Rajshekhar. Siddharth Rajshekhar actually failed class twelve. Okay, today he's like the coach of the coaches. Grant Cardone has failed so many times in his life, but every time he came back and said, "You know what? I think I can learn from here. I need to reinvent myself and actually need to go out there and do that." So yes, you know there are parameters of success, and you obviously set those parameters for yourself. But also equally important, um, don't fear failure. And if you have failed, it's absolutely okay. like i said some of the most successful people that i have met in my time you know have either academically failed or failed in relationships or failed in life or failed in health you know failed in so many areas of their lives that they could actually write a book on it but you know today they have learned um they have kept it they have kept moving forward with the capes mindset and eventually it's success so just my thoughts over that beautiful gb thank you so much for coming on the habit coach podcast i absolutely loved it How can people get in touch with you? How can people follow you? You said you had a podcast. Just tell us a little bit about all these things. Of course, thank you. And first of all, you know, thank you for having me here. It's been an absolute pleasure. So yes, I do have a podcast. I started in podcasting a very short while ago. It's only been uh, about a year, and it's called the Smashed, Bashed, Yet Not Dashed podcast. So mm-hmm. it's also the name of my book, which is uh, going to be published by Success Resources um, shortly. I've just sent the manuscript to them. And again, these were instances of being smashed, you know, being bashed, you know, but yet not being dashed and moving forward. So that's what the book's all about as well. And uh, so people can find me, of course, uh, on Instagram and Clubhouse. I'm uh, I go under the hashtag of Gaurav underscore GBA. So Gaurav is my name, G A U R A V underscore and GBA. So that's my um, my hashtag, my uh, my LinkedIn and my Clubhouse uh, room. I'm on Clubhouse every Tuesday. So I run a sales room on Clubhouse uh, every Tuesday evening at 7:30 p.m. and of course i can also be reached on gorov at gorovbhagatacademy.com that's my email id 
I'm always happy to, you know, have a conversation and always happy to, uh, you know, just, uh, yeah, help in whichever way I possibly can because uh, my why is about taking 100,000 business owners and helping them create 100 jobs in their organizations and also taking 9 lakh working professionals and graduating students and helping them live the 10x life. And the only way that can happen is by, you know, just having more conversations, being in touch with more people and uh, reaching out to as many people as one possibly can. Beautiful, beautiful. Thank you so much, GP, for coming on the Habit Coach Podcast. Thank you, Ashton. It is my pleasure. Thank you for having me. And uh, you take care and uh, look forward to catching up again soon. Thank you. Thank you. If you like this podcast, don't forget to check out other interesting podcasts on the IVM network. You can listen to us on the IVM Podcast app or ivmpodcast.com. You can also follow us on social media, we are at IVM Podcasts on Twitter and Instagram. If you want to reach out to me, I am Ashtin Doc on Twitter and Instagram. You can find lots more information on my website, awesome180.com or check out different content on my YouTube channel called AWESOME180. That's Awesome 180.